I'm going to share my experience, what I've learned. I've had some transformative mentoring relationship and also some not so transformative ones. So I think the most important thing that I've learned is to know quickly if the mentoring relationship is going to have any impact or not. And I made the mistake of staying in relationships too long. Those are mainly relationships of programs where every meeting I thought, well, I'm going to prepare for it. I'll make the most of it. It's probably my fault that this isn't working, but it really wasn't working. And it was just, I knew in my gut that this wasn't beneficial. And sometimes I said it to the individual and there were some changes, but actually sometimes it just wasn't working and I should have cut it off much, much quicker. So that's my big learning point personally. If the mental relationship isn't making a difference, you know very quickly. Welcome to the Big Careers Small Children podcast. My name is Verena Hefti. I believe that no one should have to choose between becoming a CEO and enjoying their young children. For far too long, brilliant people have found themselves stuck on the career ladder when they have children. This leads to greater gender inequality and the same stale, mostly male, white middle-class people leading our organizations. We need to change this. And in fact, my hope is that many of you listening right now to this podcast will progress to the most senior leadership roles possible where you make the decisions that make our world a better place. Beyond the podcast, I am the CEO and founder of the social enterprise Leaders Plus. If you want support from amazing like-minded peers, join our events or find out about our world-class career development programs for parents, then sign up to our monthly newsletter on leadersplus.org.uk forward slash newsletter. We will open applications soon for our cross-sector fellowship program again. And until then, keep an eye on our newsletter for our free events where our fellows share their learning. Hello and welcome to this special episode, bonus episode. I wanted to share with you my experience of mentoring and what I think you might want to do in order to get a really high quality mentor as on 27th of October, it's National Mentoring Day. First of all, you need to find a mentor. You can join an existing program. There are plenty if you look online on just mentoring programs. Obviously, the Leaders Plus Fellowship Program is a good option. And I should say here, actually, a big, big thank you to all our astounding mentors. We've just had someone who told me yesterday that her mentor has provided, in her words, an absolute lifeline, which was really lovely to hear. And a big thank you to our mentors for doing that. So I think if you don't want to go with a structured program, then I suggest you just think about who inspires you, who would you like to learn from, and then just reach out. So send them a LinkedIn message saying, hello, could you have a chat with me to give me an advice on X topic? And if they don't respond, don't worry, you might have to approach five or six people for someone to respond. And in my experience, people are much more likely to respond than not. So people are extremely likely to underestimate the number of positive responses they get. Vanessa Bond says, I think we're twice as likely to expect a negative response than actually what we're getting. So the bottom line is just ask. Don't ask for them to be a mentor for you. Just ask them for a meeting to offer some advice. People love giving advice. And then what you do is you create a really good first meeting. And if you both like each other at the end, you say, would you consider meeting me maybe three times over six months and to continue work and offer your advice as a mentor? And that's a really brilliant start to a mentor relationship. Just make it clear that it's the end. There's an end game. So they don't feel like they're signing up forever. 
and also say how often you want to meet. And then if you do go with a program, I would say there are some really good ones out there. There are also some really bad ones out there. So I would suggest you check how they're funded and how they're registered. You know, are they a social enterprise? Are they a charity? Charities and social enterprises are not necessarily better than corporates, but it's useful to know. And then most importantly, are they evaluating their impact of the mentoring program? Because mentoring can actually have a negative impact as well as a positive. How do they select mentors? So can anyone just apply? And especially, you know, big organizations that have thousands of mentors are quite likely to just take anyone that comes or every mentoring process will have a different approach to selecting. In our case, we we, if I say we, I say my colleague Helen painstakingly interviews every single one of our mentors, which is quite a big resource investment, but it's really helpful. And then I think the other thing is about how mentors are trained and also how you are trained to make the most of it. So is there a proper induction and ongoing support? You might have to do a bit of digging, but I'm sure you'll, you'll find that. It's also worthwhile looking what people say online or people's experiences can be quite helpful. So I'm going to share my experience, what I've learned. I've had some transformative mentoring relationship and also some not so transformative ones. So I think the most important thing that I've learned is to know quickly if the mentor relationship is going to have any impact or not. And I made the mistake of staying in relationships too long. Those are mainly relationships of programs where every meeting I thought, well, I'm going to prepare for it. I'll make the most of it. It's probably my fault that this isn't working, but it really wasn't working. And it was just, I knew in my gut that this wasn't beneficial. And sometimes I said it to the individual and there were some changes, but actually sometimes it just wasn't working and I should have cut it off much, much quicker. So that's my big learning point personally. If the mental relationship isn't making a difference, you know very quickly. And so just stop it and start again. I think the other thing that really helped me is to know what the mentor is really good at. So try to find out as much as possible about the mentor at the start. Because if you want support with, let's say, the imposter syndrome, but actually the mentor's expertise and interest is not in that area, they're definitely not going to be able to help you. So for example, with one of my mentors here, I know he's really good at questions around basically the business design and setup and the operational structure, but maybe he's not so interested in the podcast side and so on. So I'm just not bringing that to him at all because it will be a waste of his and my time. But I've learned that to the hard way. So you really need to choose what you bring to them. I think also knowing, telling them what you need and what your long-term vision is, is really important. And we make our fellows do a vision and we also encourage them. I mean, that sounds brutal. We make them do a vision. We do actually, we get them to think really deeply about what they want to achieve for their family and for their careers. But then we also ask them to share that with their mentors, which I think is pretty powerful. I would suggest share what your long-term vision is, even if you don't know it for sure, so they can help you with that. Also tell them if you're someone who likes to be told directive and opinion or someone who just wants to explore things because your mentor in all likelihood will be able to adapt. When I talk to our senior leader mentors, even though they're super senior and very experienced, I'm always surprised of how anxious they are about making it an impact. And they're really worried about whether or not they are making an impact and they, they want that feedback. So you're doing something good by telling them what you need. It's not a bad thing if you tell them, look, I respond well to being directed. 
I hate it when someone rambles, so can we just keep it to the point? That might not be your approach, but you know, it's really worthwhile saying that. So I think the other thing I learned, and you're going to get the impression that I'm like, my mental relations are very antagonistic. They're not at all. But I think transformative for me is about being ready to be challenged. So my most powerful mentor or one of my most powerful mentors was probably Belinda Bell, who at the time was the program director of the Cambridge University Social Ventures program that Leaders Plus was part of. And she was my mentor. So structured program we met every month and she helped me develop the social enterprise. And I felt that her advice was really tough to hear. I didn't agree with everything that she said. I agreed with most things eventually. But, you know, she told me things that made me feel extremely emotional that spoke to the core of my values. So when I set up Leaders Plus, I always thought I should basically not charge for anything. So for example, not charge for places on the program. I don't know why. And then it turned out that was because of my values. But Belinda, in a really good way, challenged me and said, well, actually, this is not going to work. You have to charge to test if people really want it, one. And also, if you don't charge properly in line with market value, there's no way your social enterprise is going to be sustainable in five years. I mean, maybe to you that sounds obvious, but to me, coming from the charity sector where all the funding is done with grants, I felt really, really uncomfortable about that. And it was very, very tough to hear. And yet I was thinking about it and, you know, I was very emotional about it. And then I did listen to that advice and I implemented it. And I mean, our partner organizations still say it's extremely cost effective. I, in brackets, they mean it's too cheap, but it is, at least it's reasonably, you know, it's not completely off the work that we do. And I think, yeah, without that advice, Legis Plus definitely wouldn't be here. And at the time, if you'd asked me in the moment, I would have said to you, she's a horrible mentor. I don't want to work with her anymore. But I kept going back to her because I realized there's something amazing. And yeah, I absolutely loved what she said. And I keep quoting this advice and also plenty of other useful advice that she's given to me. I think the other good thing to know is that you are still responsible for making decisions. So no matter what someone tells you, you need to think about what is it that you're going to do as a result. And nobody can make that decision for you. Your job is to get lots of different insights from people who haven't, you know, who see something that you don't see. And I think as I'm currently working with someone who I would also describe as transformative for sure. And it's because that person is completely different from me, has very different experiences, life experiences. So I usually, I've always been mentored by women who are in social enterprise or charity space. And now I've actually gone with a man who has a really strong social purpose, which is why he supports social enterprises. But his background is very much the corporate sector. And I cannot tell you how valuable it is to have someone with a completely different point of view sharing their experiences. And I think the other thing is that, and I actually with this last relationship, it's actually a relationship where I do pay for the mentoring, which you can do. And I wouldn't say that paid ones are better than non-paid ones, but I just wanted, you know, someone with a particular type of background, which is how I've come across. And I've come across this person through other ways and he's amazing. So I really wanted his support and, and that's his business model. So the bottom line is, I think you can, for me, I noticed that it can be useful also to have a paid person as long as you make sure they're doing it for the right reasons and they have a really strong purpose. So definitely ask them, why do they do the mentoring? So I think those are all the thoughts. I need to go and pick up my 
toddler from nursery now, but I just wanted to share some insights with you as part of National Mentoring Day. Hopefully it's useful. I'm sure there are plenty of other thoughts and probably as I walk out of the door, I will <laughs> think of more useful things, but hopefully some of my reflections are, are helpful to you. And please do add on social media what has worked for you and how to get that really transformative mentor relationship. Mm-hmm.